welcome back to our Tuesday night prayer. We thank you for joining with Ministry Miracle Life Ministry under the ministry leadership of our church of God your Bishop and Dr. Johnson is our leaders. We thank you for tuning in. Now let's go into prayer tonight. Eternal Father, tonight, God, right now we thank you. God, we thank you for everything you've done today, bitch, how you moved so far. God, we thank you that you kept us, God, in that. Right now, God, we thank you for your keeping power, God. The times that we wanted to give up, the times that we felt like throwing in the towel. God, we thank you for your keeping power, God. The way you keep us. The times that we don't understand that we need to be kept by you. But God, you are God to continue to keep us, God. And we thank you, God. God, we thank you that you, you are keeping us through every part of the process that we're going through, God. God, and we thank you, God, that you are keeping us when we should be losing our minds, God. But you are a keeper, God. And we thank you, God, tonight. God, we thank you for you keeping us in the time when, when trouble comes up and we are looking for a way to move forward and we need to know how to do what we need to do in this time and in this season that God you have set up God God we need you now God that we thank you for being our keeper when we did not know how to be kept God God we thank you that you remained faithful when we didn't understand how to be faithful God God we thank you tonight God for everything that you're doing God for every move that you make God for every door that you're opening and every way that you make it out of no way God God we thank you tonight God we give you the glory tonight God God we thank you for everything God tonight that you're setting forth for us to continue to grow and move forward in you God tonight 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 God we thank you for everything that you have set us up God for every part of the process God you have been keeping us God for every part of the process God you have been strengthening and stretching our faith God tonight God we thank you now God that God that you are still sitting on the throne be able to guide us through and, and help us and, and pull us through God. God, we thank you for the strength that you give us, that while we are going through this thing, God, God, we thank you right now for you being just God all by yourself tonight, God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for your pouring into us, God. God, we thank you that our cup right now is being filled, that we have overflow, God, that we can bless other people, God. God, we thank you tonight, God, for everything that you say you're going to do, God. God, we just thank you for your word that it manifests and brings forth and is fulfilled, God. God, we thank you, God, that we serve a God that sits high and looks low, but I knows every part of me, know every secret area of my life to know how to get me to be the place where it needs to be, God. God, we thank you for the process of keeping us holy, God. God, because we want to be holy, because you are holy, God, and you command us to be holy God in this time God when we want to compromise and want to do what the world says do and want to, want to not hold up the blood stained banner God not want to have the standard of righteousness God you keep us at a place of understanding what is real righteousness God it is not us it is not what we claim to be because the word of God reminds us our righteousness is nothing but fit the rags but God we put on your righteousness God we thank you tonight God, we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives tonight. And God, begin to move, God. 
in this season, in this moment, God begin to stir up God. God begin to stir up God. Stop the things that we're needing to move in our lives. God, stir up gifts that will propel the church where you said that it will be God. God, stir up now, God. Stir up every holy gift that's in us. God, stir it up now, God. God, and let us release. I hear that. God, let us release this fear that's stopping us. God, release the they say, God. God, release us right now from they say. God, release us from what, what they may think, what they may operate, and what they may do. But God, we want to do what's pleasing under you tonight, God. God, in this tonight, God, in this prayer, this time, God. God, when you setting forth what you're going to do in this time, God, let us be in a place that we understand it, that we must be in right standing with you, God. God, if we do things and have peace with you and do what God called us to do, God, everything else will get in line, God. In our obedience, in our alignment with you, God, tonight, God, that we will hear from you even the more, God, in this season, God, in this season, in this season. God, in this season, God, release a praise that will begin to break walls. God, release a praise that will destroy yokes right now, God. Because right now where we at, God, where we at right now, God, we're facing things that, that we want to be so, so constricted and so confined to things that God is blocking our praise, God. God, He God, let a praise be released huh? that will break chains, God. God, release it tonight, God. God, in our worship, let, let the walls that's been blocking us, God, in our worship, let the ceiling that's been blocking us, God, remove, God. God, let us take the limits off of what you can do in our lives tonight, God. God, move tonight, God. God, move tonight, God. God, even in this word that you gave tonight, God still moved, God. Because we have to understand that God, in the word that's going to be released tonight, God, it is not about a negative thing. It's about what God is doing to get us to understand that, that we are going to get what is deserving to us. Because grace already gave us more than we ever needed. God, we thank you tonight. And God, we're going to give you glory tonight. God, we're going to give you honor tonight. And God, we're going to make sure we give you praise. Because you are doing everything that is due to you tonight. We declare the creed that it is so, and so it is. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen and amen. So tonight, I want to just remind some of you tonight. As you saw in, in, in the... In the description that um, we're going to have about the word judgment. Uh, uh, judgment tonight is 
going to be demonstrated in many ways tonight. But let us remember what we must do tonight to understand this. And I'm coming from 1 Peter first. Fourth chapter. 16th verse. And it reads as if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you are bare that name. For this is the time for judgment to begin with God's house. If it begins with us, what will out be what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel? And it is hard for the righteous to be saved. What will become of the ungodly and for the sinner? So then, those who have suffered according to God's will should com commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. So for the word of God tonight, as we understand it, that, that as you read in the King James Version, and it says as this, that judgment starts at the house of God. And if we really want to understand it, what judgment is, God, we're going to have to go back into a teaching mode. Judgment, according to Webster and uh, according to a couple of other dictionaries, and it says as this for, for us in Christendom. That is a final judging of humankind. Oh, or it is a divine sentence or decision by God. Here is the thing that most of us, when we hear judgment, we think of a negative thing. But God was reminding us, reminding me tonight, that in this time of judgment, God's judges according to what he's seen and the acts you've done, the attitude you have, how you carried yourself. Ah, here's another thing while I was sitting there now driving back home, the Lord reminded me, some people forget that in, the, in things that's coming up in their life, it goes according to your seed and your harvest. Ah, my God. Because it's, 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 it becomes a thing of comparison. It comes to think of what are you receiving? Stay with me. Because if we understand it, that judgment starts at the house of God, that means he's going to look at his house first. So before you open your mouth to talk about someone else and try to send his judgment out, he's reminded us, that even in when he does things, he starts with his house. Ah, if you want to talk about some things, we must get some things together in our house. Ah, my God, tonight. Because we have got to a place and, and everybody wants to talk about the Thanksgiving and give God an old thing. But here's one thing that we must understand in this time. And it's always kind of difficult as prophets to move in this way. That we must remind you of what's going on in things that must be in order. That we are seals and we are oracles of God. And we must bring forth words to tell you what's going on. And in this time, it is very crucial and critical that things that you're doing in your life and the way you live and the way people see the word move in your life is what they're looking at and they're judging if God is real 
in this world. And they're judging by the things and the decisions and the things, how things happen in your life and how you respond to things. Ah, my God. You have to understand it tonight, God. If we understand it, that that, that if the word of God is telling us as, as the righteous is going to be scarce, scarcely make it in, it's letting us know that we're going to make it in. And we're making it in by grace. And it's saying that we're going to make it in. What do you say to the to the ungodly? What do you say to those people? Here is a time where we need to be in a place of understanding that God is using us in so many different ways. Here is a time that we must remain and show a light unto this dark world because we're looking at judgment as one thing. Here's one thing that we must remember that every time we do something, the world is judging us. Mm, Y'all don't want to hear that. The world judges us because the first thing they say if we do something that does not fit to something what they think that Christians should do, they say, oh, y'all church folks are the same. Y'all do this, y'all do that, and y'all really ain't about God. But here's one thing I need some of my unsaved people and some people that are not righteous are out there doing. I need them to remember here's one thing. Ah, my God. Unless you know what it is to live in a world and operate in the world and you're trying to make sure your flesh dies daily and a couple of times a day that you have to watch how you're being judgmental to some Christians. Some Christians are at a place where they're growing in God and we are human but we don't want to be in a place of practicing sin living in sin and being being compromised by sin. Come on church. Y'all got to hear mm. Because in the, if we compromise when world makes judgments it makes it seem like they're right. Ah. Because another thing about judgment, if you understand the word of judge and judgment, it means to develop and have an opinion about what they see and comparison. Ah. You have to understand it this tonight that we have had to understand what it means to move and operate what God says move in this way. At this time, we must understand what it means to be obedient because a lot of time people want to operate and do what they think Christians should do. They want to do what thinks and sounds good. But sometimes we have to stop talking about what sounds good and do what is good. Because if we remember that we're going to be faithful unto our creator, that one who made us, the one who forgave us, the one who gives us another chance every day, the one that let us operate in a glory that manifests new every morning. We must understand that, that we got to be in a place that we hear what God is saying because there is always the judgment of people that will try to condemn you to a hell that they don't have the authority to put you in. But here is one thing that we must understand in this time. We have must remain faithful. We must remain obedient. We must remain humble. We must remain a loving and kind and gentle people, God. We must remain patient. We must remain
remain and long suffering. We must operate in every fruit that God says that should be showing from our tree. Ah, when someone comes to judge and try to be a fruit inspector, they're going to see the very spirit of God operating and showing in our life. If we're not doing this, this is a time for let us get it right and get it under a subjection. This is a time to not let your flesh rise up and let you bottleneck and cut off things that God says I'm going to flow in your life. But if you let your flesh rise up and don't follow God and deviate from the plan, deviate from what it needs to be do, deviate from being obedient. Here's one thing I need you to understand that when God gives an assignment, I don't know who it is for tonight, but when God gives an assignment, he wants you to be faithful and focus on what God says to do because he's going to hold you accountable for the things that you did and did not complete. Don't be in a place, right? Ah, my God. Don't be in a place where you have to continue and go back and do a work again because you didn't stay focused. You didn't stay obedient and you weren't faithful. Ah, my God. When God released it's the assignment. When God released the charge, we must understand that there is a standard that we must live by and follow tonight. Ah, we got to get back to a place because here's one thing that we understand that, that there will be a time when God goes to the books as it tells us in 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter about the 5th, 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 5th birth. You got to, oh, oh, oh no, it's, it's 2 Corinthians that we must understand that we must go back to it. We must understand what it means to sit before the Bema seat. We must understand that when God has given us things that we must do, we must do it. If we don't do it, you must repent. Who am I talking to tonight? You got to repent from the things you got to make sure you get things in order and follow what God is saying. And I, we keep talking about y'all talking about in this season, in this season, and this dispensation. Y'all must understand tonight when we talking about things and talk about times and season that God is operating in. You must get to a place to get sensitive to what God is doing. Don't be get wax cold in this time. This is the time to stay sensitive to what God is saying. And this is a time that you must not try to put judgment upon people when you are not lining up with what God's word is saying. Ah, God has released that tonight. Because here's the thing. People are telling you what you need to do and how to do things. But they have not used the discerning of spirits to understanding the gifts of the spirit. To understanding that what you're saying and what the spirit of God is showing you are not lining up. Tonight, we must get ourselves back on our faces once again. We got to get back to our place that holiness is operating in everything we do. We cannot move and do things 
undercover and think things are not going to be exposed. Ah, my God. We got to get back to a place of operating and being transparent and moving what God says move. We cannot do things. We cannot be associated and be trying to be connected with all kind of secret societies. We must get to a place where we understand and know how to move with God. We cannot be connected to things that are not bringing glory to God, but only bringing glory to the glory to the association, glory to whatever it is in these ideologies and all of these false gods that we put before them that we must represent and talk about these different things of colors and the different things of words and in books that they, they operate in secret. We must begin to remove ourselves from these things because there comes a time as God has said that, that he will start his judgment in his house when his house is full of all kind of things that, that built up all kind of idols and all kind of paganism worship and all kind of Greek mythology that's going on. And God says when he starts in his house he's going to start dealing with you that want to serve two masters want to want to have certain positions. God, here my God here tonight God, there are some things that you must renounce and release out of your life. Get every part of the paraphernalia out of your house tonight because God says what he's getting ready to release in your house you cannot have two gods in there. Y'all always trying to connect with something to belong with something but God says you belong to me and you belong with the greatest tribe the greatest children the greatest creator you belong under him and you ain't got to belong to a club you ain't got to belong to sororities and fraternities you just got to belong to God because when you belong to God God can open the doors and do more than what those clubs and all of these things that you're trying to associate yourself with because when you really start getting into all of these things they cause you to compromise who you really are there will start judgment at the house of God Ah, come to remind you tonight if you are still connected there is a time that you must release yourself from all of these things there is a time that we must let go of the things of the world and trying to be up with the, the clicks and all of that this is a time to let all these things go because the word of God reminds us even though when Peter was talking about was talking about during the time that when the church was just starting the God with God was start there but we got to remember that word did not die that word is still living that the judgment will start at God's house the judgment is coming at God's house first and y'all always talk about what these people in the world are coming on and the judgment of God is coming again but when God judgment it starts with him his children first he will look at his children first and look what they're doing and not being in line. Ah, we got to understand it. We have looked at the world and trying to put blame and judgment and trying to condemn the world and do all of these things. But God comes to remind us that everything that needs to be lined up starts with us in this house, God. He must, we must keep this house in check. We must keep this house in line. And God is telling us in this time, in this season, and this moment that we're moving in right now, that we must let go of all things that does not line up with him. Some of you got to cut 
Some things out your life, I need you to pick up your sword and begin to use it in your life and let the sword, which is the word of God, begin to move even more in your life and begin to cut the things out that does not belong. Some of you right now, I declare and decree that you need to have a circumcision in your flesh and in your mind and of your heart right now to cut off the reproach of your former life and not be moving and not operating in the things of your former life. God, move now and, and let go of all of those things. Y'all have been trying to carry things into a holy place, the things that do not belong God. God is telling you this time that you must let go of all of these unholy things and all these unholy ideas and move and plans that does not bring him glory, that does not acknowledge him and does not bring his name to a higher place. You must let the sin go because the word of God is reminding us that the judgment starts at God's house. If we're connected and we're part of the body of Christ, that is God's house. The judgment starts here. Stop looking to the world. Stop trying to put curses and put things and negative things on people. Look at yourself. Be the example. Show them what God is doing. Show them how God can move and operate in your life and show them how you are still victorious even through trials and tribulations. Show them that you're still victorious while you're going through the famine and drought. Show them because you're being obedient to God that you don't have to worry about trying to judge them. Release your judgmental attitude. Ha! You got to remember, it was love and kindness somebody showed you. Even though it may feel like the word was harsh, but it was God loving you so much that he would love you beyond the faults and all the addiction and all the nastiness that you were in. And God loved you beyond that and brought you in. And he needs you to have that same love unto these people of the world because this is the time that we must understand it. That things are going to hit our house first. And when we look at this and understand that when God is really moving in our lives and we have what quote unquote whatever decision haha a sentence whatever that's come to our life God has so fit that God can bless us or God can tell us to hold back and surrender ourselves hear this everything that you suffer is not to be putting you down. The word reminds us, and I need someone out there, and it's a woman, I need you after you have suffered a while, then with the Lord. So it lets us know the things we're suffering is not always the judgment of God, but the refining of God. When God is refining you, y'all got to stay with this one because it's still on the topic. When God is refining you, he's bringing you to a place where he said, I know you would be, I predestined you. When God has to release you from jobs to put you in a place that I can use you and you can be effective for the kingdom, 
don't think of it, God has punished me. God has purified me, set me in a place to refine me so I can do the things that he had destined me to be. A lot of times we think in the place of jobs being lost, house may be gone, car may be gone. Sometimes marriage is ending, that this is punishment. But it's a lot of times God refining you to get you to focus. Because all of those outside things are actually becoming gods in your life. And the word of God that he said that he shall have no other God before him. And he removes all these other things from your life. So he can have you to be in a destiny that he destined you for. And so you won't mess it up. Ah, my God, y'all better catch that. God will let you see some things that you knew that would have broke you years ago. He'll let you see it now that you get yourself out of that situation. Here tonight. Judgment is not punishment. It starts for order for one to keep your house in check. And everything that needs to happen to bring order, God comes to the house of God and it will shout to the world. He brings us in alignment first. He brings up to us to protect us and cover us. Because he brings a word to us a lot of times to tell us how to pray. How to pray for your leaders. Oh my God. We got to get to a place. I don't even know why I'm going here tonight, but I know this is going to be the last thing I can feel it. But we got to pray for leaders, not just in our church, but in every part of leadership. God told us to pray for them and cover them in leadership and prayer because the heart of the king is always in the hand of God. He turns it whichever he needs it. And we are to pray for the leaders. We are to pray that God can come in and guide them and they allow God to come in. Here's the thing. God can do anything he wants to. But God wants a willing vessel to move in. Let us pray tonight. Eternal Father, again, we thank you, God, for the word tonight. We thank you for what you're saying, God. We thank you for reminding us, God, that everything that you say that starts in your house is not always about punishment, but God, a refining time. God, we thank you for taking time to refine us in this season, God. God, in this season where we're supposed to be thankful and have an attitude of gratitude, but God, we want to just thank you that you are still God and you know how to refine every one of your children, God. God, we thank you that you understand how to put us through the process to get the best out of us, God. God, we thank, we thank you for understanding to get the best oil out of the olive that it must be pressed, God. We thank you, God, for the pressing 
releasing right now, God. God, we thank you that it's a time that you are releasing to get the best out of us, God. In this time right now, God, when things seem to be going hard, but God, you're only doing this refining and pressing the best out of us. God, in this pressing time, God, begin to get everything and get the best out of us, God. Don't let the impurities of our lives and our minds begin to block the things that you want to do in our lives, God. God, this come and refine us one more time again, God. God, let the fire come in and get us to the purest state that you say that we will be in, God. God, in this time tonight, we thank you, God, that you saw fit that you would take time and still work with us. God, and still be a God to strengthen us, and still be a God to show us that you're faithful, that we would know how to be faithful in hard times, God. God, we thank you that you stayed us while we yet suffer the challenges of life, God. God, we thank you, God, that you didn't let us give up and reminded us and strengthened us to keep going forward, God. God, we thank you that we understood we had to be like David and encourage ourselves in the Lord, God. God, we thank you, God, that you gave us the strength and the mind to know how to pursue after the things that you said belong to us because it was our time to have it, God. And God, we thank you right now, God, for the strength to keep moving forward, God. And God, we thank you for everything that you said tonight, God. God, right now, where we're in this time, God, God, we just want to take time to pray for the, the vassal family right now while they're in the time of process and grieving right now, God. God, begin to move all through their family. For everybody that was connected unto him, that knew him, and they feeling the heartbreaks of grief, God. God, go in and comfort and strengthen them right now because we are still got work to do, God. God, we understand that, that we, may, we may grieve the loss of someone, but God, we need your strength to keep moving forward because there are assignments. There are people that we must be pouring into. God, even the mantles must be picked up to keep moving forward because there is a greater thing than us out there, God. God, we must understand that the God that we must continue to move forward even though hearts may be breaking God hearts may be in pain right now and grieve God but God there is something greater out for us to keep doing and keep moving forward God keep constricting us now God God let us shake off grief God God let us shake off grief right now God the grief that's trying to overtake us to get to a place of depression God we rebuke depression right now in the name of Jesus of our lives now God because God you have something greater for us to do God and God we cannot be in a place of depression to do your work God God we shake it off right now in the name of Jesus God we thank you God we know it's done tonight God we know it's done it's done here's so It's done, God. Got the lifting of it. Ha. God, the breaking right now. God, the breaking of it. God. God, for every yoke right now. Every grief Break 
God, I feel it. You break it and begin to shake that off of you. God, there's going to be something, a powerful release because that thing has been trying to choke you up and every time you pray. God, that shake of God, we thank you, God. Ha! Yes, We thank you, God. We give you the glory. We count this time. It is so and so it is. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. We thank you for tuning in tonight. God bless you. God continue to keep you. Until next time, may God cover you. May his keep you. May his blood move over your life. We thank you. And we thank our, our pastor. And we thank our leading lady for letting this happen tonight. God continue as y'all as part of Memphis. God continue to keep our leaders in prayer, God continue to cover them and we thank God for you and hey before I get off just remind you February is coming I'm calling all men I'm calling all men February is coming we need you in attendance for what God's going to do for this men's conference Iron Shopper and Iron 2023 God's going to do it moving and I need you there